everyone, this is Mochu here. So this week, we have a delicious mixture of items for you to enjoy. Have fun listening! Hello everyone! Remember me? I'm Suzanne. And last episode, I made a Greek salad. Well, today, luckily for you, I have another recipe, a smoothie bowl. In this smoothie bowl, you will need two cups of frozen strawberries, two cups of frozen bananas, one tablespoon of honey, one fourth cup of Greek yogurt, and a half a cup of milk or almond milk. An optional, some optional toppings would be strawberries, kiwi, pumpkin seeds, chia seeds, coconut flakes, granola, and honey. Now time to make the smoothie bowl. First, in a blender, add your frozen strawberries, frozen bananas, honey, yogurt, and milk. Add more milk if your smoothie bowl is too thick for your liking, but the consistency is all up to you. Once you finish with that, pour it into a bowl and sprinkle with all your toppings. This smoothie bowl sounds delicious so far. I'll definitely be making this. Hello everyone, Gwen here, and today Yamikani is going to be talking about the former president of Zambia, His Excellency Mr. Pia Banda. Take it over, Yamikani. Rupia Pozani Banda was born on February 13, 1937, and died on the, on the 11th of March, 2022, while fighting colon cancer. He was Zambia's fourth democratically elected president and ruled from 2008 to 2011, the shortest time a Zambian president has ever ruled, three years. Banda was, was instrumental last August in mediating a smooth power transition between Edgar Lungu and current president Hakaide Hishilama as his last significant contribution to the country. A former parliamentary deputy, Banda, had worked in, to, in 2011 when, when he handed over power to Michael Sata. Hi everyone, today we're going to be interviewing one of the Lakes students. So, Suzanne, how long have you been at Lakes? Well, I've been at Lakes for roughly 9 years, but soon it will be 10 years. Okay. What do you like about Lakes? I love the atmosphere, I love how everyone's kind, I love how you can nearly make friends with nearly every, anyone because they're so kind to you. Why do you like Licks? Well, in the previous question, I just explained, but I like the how I can feel at home, how when I come to school, it's not like a whole different atmosphere. It kind of feels like my second home. What was your best day at Licks? Pajama day. It was so fun uh, with dressing up in pajamas, wearing bed slippers the whole day, and also bringing a pillow to school. Who is your best friend? Well, I can't really say because I have loads of friends, but my top three would be um, Candle in grade five, 
Gwen in grade four, and also Ketochi in grade five as well. Thank you for being with here. Thank you for being here with me. It's not a problem, Ishizi. I'm always up for challenge. So. Hello, everyone. It's Lydia Put Callum and Muchu with some jokes to brighten your mood. What do you call a can opener that doesn't work? A can't opener. What did the cake say to the fork? You want a piece of me? How do you make an octopus laugh with tentacles? Why do we tell actors to break a leg? Because there's because every play has a cast. Why do beetroots always win? Because they're unbeatable. Hi, fellow podcasters. Today, Gwen Muchu and me, Callum, are going to mention some pasta dishes to tingle your taste buds. One of the things pasta can go with is meatballs, beef stew, egg mayo. One of my favorites is mincemeat. And other things are chicken stew, chicken strips, pasta sauce. Of course, everybody loves spaghetti bolognese and mac and cheese. What about just pasta with butter? Yum, yum, and a pinch of salt. Grab a snack now before it's too late because our next podcast will be all about super sweet desserts. Elephant Nursery, we couldn't um, record him clearly, so I am going to recall our conversation with Usbaris Hagen. Um, yesterday, I asked, can you please tell me what your role is at the nursery? So, um, Victor spoke to us a lot about his role, and he told us um, that he's responsible for helping when the um, the baby elephants are found out in the wild when they need help. He's responsible for bringing them back to the Lilai Elephant Orphanage and making sure that they are comfortable and that they feel loved and looked after by the keepers and by Victor himself. How long have you been working with the elephants? So when you asked Victor that question, he answered us nine years He's been working probably for slightly longer than that with the elephants, but certainly he also told us that he's been sleeping up in a tent above the elephant's enclosure where they sleep for eight years now. So he sleeps there at night time, and if the elephants cry, which they do sometimes at night time because they miss their mothers and they sometimes have nightmares because they've seen horrible things, um, Victor and some of the other keepers are always there and they'll go down and they comfort the elephant so certainly he's been working there for quite a long time what is um i also asked him what's the best thing about his job 
Well, he said the best thing about his job is, is teaching young people about conservation, about what they can do to make sure that our wildlife is protected. Then there's, a, um, then there's also a question that's the exact opposite. What does, he, um, what does he not like about working there? Well, he loves everything about working at the nursery, but the worst part about his job is, is when they find a baby elephant whose mother has been killed by poachers, and unfortunately the baby elephant isn't strong enough and, and doesn't survive. That's the worst part of his job. How much um, did it cost to feed a baby elephant per week? Okay, that was a simple answer, around about $100. That's what Victor told us. I know what goes um, into the milk formula, milk powder, coconut powder, moringa powder, jungle oats, and prebiotic. And I asked him, what's the prebiotic for? Well, um, Victor explained to us that this helps the, the baby elephants' tummies. It, um, it boosts their immune system or it, it helps to, to make them strong. Um, it helps them digest some of their other food too. How do you heat the water to make the milk body temperature? Well, um, Victor explained to us and showed us the biogas system that they have there. A big, 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 a bit like a big black plastic bag. At one end, there's a big funnel. And what they do is they put the elephant dung or the elephant poo in one end and they put water in there. And what comes out, what happens inside there, um, gas is produced. And then the gas goes out of a nice little yellow pipe, goes right through to the kitchen where they... They mix up the elephant milk and that's used to heat a stove, to burn gas, and that heats the water, okay? Um, I also asked him, where do the elephants go when they're leaving the nursery? They are all reintroduced to um, Kafui National Park. I also asked him, uh, how does he feel when an elephant is strong enough and is reintroduced to the wild? Well, he feels sad because he's really creates, he, he, he grows a very strong bond um, between him and the elephant because really nobody else is allowed to touch the elephants, only the keepers who look after them. So uh, Victor and the other keepers, they feel very sad, but they also feel really happy that this elephant has another chance at life. And what did he say, Leopold? It was like... It was like... Uh, um... It's like seeing your child go off to college. Yes, a bit like they're graduating from the nursery. That was a lovely answer. Someone told um, me that you're moving the nursery to a different place. Where would that place be? Okay, so Victor explained to us that um, they will very soon be moving um, the lovely Lilai Elephant Nursery to Lusaka National Park and it's going to be slightly bigger. They might be able to take in some more elephants and they're going to have a a little coffee shop there as well. It's going to be a really lovely place to go. And we hope that everyone's going to go there, be nice and quiet around the elephants and um, contribute to making sure that they are all healthy and well. Thank you, Leopold. Um, you're welcome, Ms. Bryce Harkin. Bye. was born in 1942 in France. She fell in love with volcanoes when she saw pictures of them. She studied geology at the University of Stanford. 
where she met her husband, Maurice. Katya started her career by taking gas samples of volcanoes, and she and Maurice would observe erupting volcanoes in person. Volcanoes are dangerous, and many scientists were too afraid to do this, uh, but not Maurice and Katya. Their studies had led to a better understanding understanding of volcanic eruptions. Together, Maurice and Katya wrote about dangerous uh, ashes clouds and new volcanoes being formed and the infection of acid rain. They even went on a raft into a lake of acid to get proper readings. Maurice and Katya make a great team. Have you been feeling a lack of confidence? Need something to lift your spirits? Well, with this tip, you should be well on your way to acquiring or regaining some much-needed confidence. Choose the right friends. The people closest to you, apart from your family, do have an impact on what becomes of you. So if you're around people that make you uncomfortable or ask too much of you, they shouldn't be what you perceive as your friends. Stay positive. You should be able to accept criticism. It may be constructive or pure distaste, and this will be very easy to recognize. Don't be overconfident. Overconfidence shouldn't be your your mentality because maybe you wrote a test thinking that you got 100 when in reality you just got a 50. So be humble.